What's up? You're muted. <laughs> he, you know what's great is that because he it's unplugged. He he came undone. Yeah, maybe you know what? Maybe go back out and come back in. <laughs> <laughs> he like flips the desk. Now, is that uh? We were just talking and having a good time. Oh, you know what? <laughs> bottom left where it says mute, stop cam. Is that is that uh? <laughs> <laughs> show about how i get on this shit and then you guys have the balls i spent a year on zoom trying to figure zoom out and then i kind of get it and you guys go oh by the way there's this other it's flirtle or whatever the hell you guys do to me and i gotta go on splurtle now and figure out how to use the fucking the different icons on splurtle uh, all right i'm good i'm, I'm fine i'm back God, that was great damn. though we didn't we didn't even lose anybody God, that was beautiful damn I think I it increased I, during I, I the salad period. I went, I went into Buster Keaton mode at one point, figuring that they can only say, if it's going to just be silent, let's go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We're like, this is true <laughs> comedy chops time. I'm going to I'm gonna do my history. Apologies for being a moron no. to everybody. It's fine, man. It's still, It took us a while to get this going, too. So it's fine. On our end, we used to have a great I, I like that, that you're talking. Yeah, but I like that you're talking to me like I'm literally in a home. And you, don't worry, we it was it was bad for us too. It's hard for everybody. Splurtle doesn't work for everybody. I don't even know what I'm calling Splurtle. <laughs> right. if, if, if there isn't one, there should be. That'd be great. Yeah, we actually thought StreamYard would be easier than Zoom, so we were just like, yeah, it'll be StreamYard. It's one click, and everyone gets used to their own individual thing, and that's it. But you had no idea you were going to have Titus on as a guest. No, that's yeah. true. I, I need I need a crew to set it up and then sit down and they go, "Don't touch nothing." Don't because what, what happened was I picked up my phone and I and I and my and I sent something and my phone went wing and then everything went off and then I was like, "Fuck!" You know, Apple Apple is overconnected, man. Apple oh, does totally. I get it. If I had like a testicular implant of some sort, I, I, it would get. It would be. It would I, well? I can never lose my testicles. You could find your testicles. You go on iPod. Sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <sighs> they start beeping at the wrong moment. Yeah, hey, like, hey, I know where they are. <laughs> I'm in the th dude. Turn your testicles off. I'm watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I see somebody about that shit. <laughs> Jesus, God, be a eunuch. Okay, uh, all right. No, no, that was great. So what, what I was saying before, what I was saying backstage was we met, we met before I met you right. when I was, uh, and you, and you helped me immensely, by the way, it was I just, did. Like we, you did, it was, a, it was a nice, like quick aside thing. I went to see you, you were doing, um, uh, your, uh, uh, love to, what was it? What was the stand up tour you doing with about love, love is evil, love is evil, love yeah, is evil but, spelled E B O L. Yeah, love backwards, right? Yeah, love backwards. Great tour. So I got to do a, a set at Gotham. You happened to be there. You were doing your tour, yeah. and you were so nice. By the way, you're one of those dudes that I don't know if a lot of people know. We like, but you know, you meet somebody who's famous, who's been doing it for a long time, who's just crushing the game, and you never know what they're going to be like. You're one of those guys. You were so nice to the other comics, to all of us that were there that night. Um, you just treated us like regular, like your peers, which would just meant a lot because we were, you know, not. <laughs> I, I would no, that's not true. Anybody who has the balls to walk up on stage, yeah, I, I, I respect comics in a way, and even from the from the first guy who just did his first open mic to a guy who's been doing it to Saget, because yeah. I, also you have to be a. Here's how delusional and psychotic you have to be to be a stand-up comedy, comedy uh, to practice stand-up comedy. You have to be like, okay, I'm going to be the most entertaining person in this room. I'm going to be the most charismatic, the funniest, and I'm going to make them agree with me every sentence. Yeah. That's serial killer shit. That's <laughs> that's like to have that kind of crazy confidence. You have to be like, I'm going to put the head in the freezer, and nobody will find it. It's the same level yeah. of crazy. Yeah. So Anybody who has the balls to do it. My daughter's a musician and she's a singer songwriter and she's, she's in it. And I'm like, and I, and I, I want to just hug her and go, you are, you have no concept of how dark the business can be. Yeah. And so, so when I see anybody just to get over the demons, we all have to conquer just to walk on stage 
Uh, and then the ones we have to deal with on stage, eh, I respect anybody. Oh, yeah. Comic. That's not that's a great way to look at it, dude, because it really felt like it, that stuff when you're a younger comic for people who don't know, it kind of carries you through because there is so much shit that when like a guy you admire is nice to you, you're like, I can go a couple more weeks. <laughs> i'm gonna ride this shit out this is great oh, that's um, nice man yeah so I, I i'm sitting next to you you're sitting next to all of us or whatever we're hanging out and i was are you for some reason you just picked up on that i was like distracted struggling sex and this girl i was dating at the time that was totally not going well it was just like not worth it or whatever and uh you picked up on it like immediately and you were just like girlfriend and i was like yeah yeah man and, you know some shit's going on she was like i knew she was cheating but i couldn't prove it and i said that to you and you're like are you married? And I was like, no. And he goes, you know, you can just leave, right? <laughs> and, you, and you said it. And it's one of those things that's obvious, but it was like, I needed somebody else to be like, just get out. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. The wisdom of an older man right there who's, who, who actually had $2.3 million in lawyers and attorney's fees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so uh, it's weird, man. I, I wrote it in, in Love is Evil was uh, 3.5 billion men on the, uh, on the planet, 3.5 billion women. And if you're bisexual, you have no excuse to not be happy. What are you doing? I don't, I don't, I never understood why we stayed. Cause I stayed with my ex for so long. Yeah. And even my new wife, she knows that, you know, I used to say that when we first got together, my new wife, I was like, hey, 3.5 billion women, whatever you get in a fight, I'd be like 3.5 billion women. She'd be like, stop fucking saying that. Because <laughs> it, basically, it basically meant, and I said, you have it too, 3.5 billion men. And I don't know why. Listen, man, here's the thing. I talk about this in my new show. We are all going to die and no one's going to remember a fucking thing we did. So yep. why are you unhappy? Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, That's a great point. I had a near-death experience. My new show, Zero Side Effects. I had, I had a near-death experience at the at the dentist. Uh, I have a dental surgery, and mm -hmm. uh, and and he hit a nerve when he was cleaning the tooth, and my ear started buzzing. And so I complained about it uh, as, as 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 best as I could. It was like, I do, what is that? And then and he was like, what? And I said, like, he goes, oh, okay. And he said he's hitting a nerve that goes to my ear. So we cranked up the nitrous so I couldn't feel it, and I passed out, and I had a near-death experience. I was outside my body, looking at me on the table. I floated to space. I'm not making. It's in the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I remembered. I went to the. I went. I was floating above Los Angeles. I had died and become a drone, basically. And then, I, <laughs> and, then and then I was in space, and I had this experience. And I, I guys, it's the weirdest thing in my life. I could see the entire universe end to end, and the Earth, Earth was so small. I had this weird insight while I was out. That was it, none of it matters if this is how big everything is, and we were that tiny on that fucking thing. Right. No one matters. No one. Yeah. No one matters. I always say like, okay, I I can prove that we remember maybe what three hundred people throughout history, pop maybe, right? You know that are like special. Jesus being like you know in the top three, I think. He's up there, um, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> but like hot shower guy, like any if any <laughs> no, anybody who invented something that we all get into and go, oh, that guy. We need to name an airport after that guy, don't yeah. you think? <laughs> or at least oh, a God. bridge. Something. Yeah, right. Something. something. A building is something. Something we need to walk into and acquire something. Well, I, even if it, even if it's something that you know, <laughs> name the tax building after him. Something we gotta go. We gotta go to the hot water guy building. It's That's just, great. Uh, so uh, anyway, just so this new show, I freed me up. I had that experience. I was right at the beginning of COVID, so I had dental surgery. I had to wait for a year and a half to get it finished. It was bad. I had like, a hole in my cheek and my and my jaw. And uh, but I really got clear that it doesn't matter. So I've kind of gotten a little uh, yeah. freer with my stand up. Not dirty or anything, but like mm -hmm. I don't. I stopped worrying about, you know, I was spending a lot of time worrying about tomorrow, anxiety about shit that never happened. No matter how much I worried about it, it never happened right. anyway. Yeah. Or being yeah. pissed about the past. And I got a lot of shit to be pissed about. So I let it go. <laughs> and now I feel better. I hear you, man. It's crazy because when you think about like worrying and shit like that, which by the way, everybody can talk like this and say, you know, like, oh, you do these kind of things. And it, it doesn't always, somebody's got to, everybody's got to find their own individual thing. But yeah. I always think like, uh, why worry about this thing? Is it going to help? I say it to my head all the time. Is it going to help? Is worrying about it going to help? Is it just going to happen? Is it out of my fucking hands? I have no idea. Right. Which, by the way, can go the opposite direction where you don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> uh, which I also dipped into, too, where I'm just like, whatever happens. They're like, no, you do have control if you stop at that light. Just say, right. just a heads up. Um, right. you can, all you can do is all you can do. That's what I kind of yeah, got to. And that's at the end great, of it, yeah. it's like, whatever, Nick Steeler. How long would you say it took you to get to that place? <laughs> uh my whole life i mean it literally just happened i got it it's funny because what happened in the dentist office i went home to my wife and i said you're not gonna believe what just happened and i told the whole story and i, go, I think i got the ending to my next show and the weird thing was she wasn't okay with my insight into life and being it, it literally changed my entire 
Like wow. I changed my being. Like I'm, I'm happier now. I don't, if you know, when she gets mad, I don't come back. Like I want, I'm like, what's the matter? Is there, you know, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. uh, what happened was, is that I, I, it's only been a year and a half, maybe a year and it just changed everything. So I'm better now. I, you know, I, awesome, I, I, I'm better now. I'm, I'm better now. I, <laughs> I, I, I did have a road rage incident with my, with my sister recently. I have, I have this weird, I have, I have the soul of, uh, uh, of William Wallace. I don't, I hate bullies. I fucking hate bullies yeah. and I hate anybody who's doing something for no reason. I was, I was taking my sister who lives in Sweden to the airport. We're driving. And I, I though I say I'm enlightened and I sound like, I get, okay, I get, I, this guy, I, all I did was beep at him. It was a Sunday morning, go to the airport. I, the guy pulled in front of me and I went, I beep. That was it. It was the entire yeah. thing. I'm going down victory here in LA and I'm doing like 65. And the guy's a mile behind me. Next thing I know in this little Honda, He's doing 90 miles an hour. He catches to me, gets in front of me, slams on the brakes. Oh, wow. So I'm like, dick. okay, no, wait, we're going to again. Yeah. Beep. That's it. Beep. <laughs> Not, mm, beep. Right. Look, your mom. Beep. And my sister's in the car. We we're talking about Sweden. And <laughs> so the guy pulls in front of me. So I have a Tesla and I stomped it, went around him, and I pinned him against the uh, pinned him against the curb and stopped the car, got out. Nice. So yeah, so I didn't get totally insightful when it came to see. Uh, but then again, the other side is, hey, nobody's gonna remember if I punch this guy in the face. Okay, yeah. so uh, I, so it does kind of fit. So what yeah. happens is the dude, the dude whips out and he has got a knife. He actually has right. a knife. And I'm like, are you serious, man? I go, you started all this shit. You have a knife. And uh, and and my sister, my sister who gets in between me and the guy with the knife, and I say, Shannon, move. And I move her. And I walk back to the car. I go, all right, dude. I go, I, I go, uh, I go. Just quit being a pussy. He's like, look, I go put the knife down. He folds the knife up, puts it in his car. Ah, uh, all right. Nice. Well, now, now I gotta fight the guy. So, <laughs> I <go over. laughs> so I go over and I set up. I trained martial arts for a long time, so I set up and I'm like, okay, if we're doing this, we're doing this. And the weirdest, the weirdest thing happened. I set up on the guy. He starts moving around, and all of a sudden, cars are all around us now. And uh, and you know I, I I'm looking for my light. Where's my camera? Where's my key camera? Because everybody's got their shit up. And the guy goes, and it's the weirdest thing. So I'm like, you know, look, if you're gonna pull a knife on me and you want to go, let's go. Yeah. And, and I know, I know this is not. I know it's not normal, and I get it. But the guy goes, the guy just this. It's the weirdest thing. He looks me in the face because he knows I'm. We're gonna fight. It's like I'm. I'm there. Let's go. Right. And he goes. He goes. Ah, 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 ah. And he turns away and walks like four feet from his car. And he's just like ah, ah, ah. And I was like, I guess. And I, and I, I, I call that a win. Yeah. It's not a, <laughs> so sorry. You to say psyched that story, him out. I don't know what it was, man. It was the weirdest thing experience I've ever had with anybody. You know, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I when I did martial arts, I got punched and I got stitches, and I, I saw. I, I'm I'm dumb enough to know I can get hit and survive. So right. I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. As I tell the story, I realize that uh, um, I just gave you evidence for any court cases. In the future. <laughs> it's fine. It's all white. We'll cut. We'll cut the uh, <laughs> clip. It. Uh, <laughs> find the security cameras around that area um no man it's it's weird did that did the martial arts thing when you were on stage when you were starting to do stand-up did it fuck did you keep that in the back of your mind like road gigs hell gigs heckler shit like did you have the confidence to be like yeah i can fucking take anybody uh no well first of all what you learn in martial arts really quick is you can't take you can't take anybody <laughs> you, you learn really quick that there's always somebody better than you right, uh, right and it's so funny but you learn to read who is and who isn't uh mm. i tell you what i've only i've never had to use it i don't i never i didn't take it for that i took it because i always wanted to do it i always you know yeah. wanted. I, I thought it would help with movement and stuff and and fighting in movies oh. you know which i wanted to do uh but yeah. but i i took a special kind called muda kwan and Muda, Muda Kwan is basically, here's what I knew. I, I like it's martial arts. People have to get like weird. Like I'm going to be a badass. Well, you're not a badass. You're just a guy that knows how to defend himself and run. That's basically <laughs> what I've learned. But Muda Kwan at one point, our, our master taught us this thing where you, you, you do a block block you get behind a guy and you take your arms and you put it on his neck and you spin both your arms and it lifts his head off his, off his spine. And at that point I thought, Oh, Holy I shit. probably shouldn't use this. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when I. That's when I realized. Oh, this could be. This could be bad. This could be bad. So I. I just like. It's something good to have. It makes your ear. Yeah, I just have a different confidence. Here's the thing. I don't need to carry an AR-15 into a fucking Applebee's. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, I. I. My myself can defend my chili fries. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's the advertisement for that, that, that <laughs> class though, right there. You won't need to carry your AR 15. <laughs> you pussy. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the best. I'm like, I the way, think- I, I'm not telling that story to be badass. I was kind of t- trying to illustrate how I, I, I keep talking about it. I'm enlightened in this new show. Yeah. And uh, and I still have that in me. Uh, we I got oh, heckled. Sure. Yeah, I, I was doing. I'm, I do this bit of. My, I do the uh, the new show. I do a thing called uh, the COVID conspiracy about injecting a tracking chip. And here's what no one's done with that bit. People talk about stupidness, but I, I actually walk it through the entire process. I go, let's mm-hmm. take it through. And I was doing the bit, and it's so funny. This guy who on the corner of the show this last week who was laughing as I'm getting through this bit, uh, and the audience is howling. I'm beating the hell out of every single one of his beliefs to the point where, and, and it, he went from like, ha, to by the end of the bit, he was like, and, and it was like, and, you know, and he had the whole, he had the whole, you know, uh, he looked like he was on the way to a civil war reenactment. So he, he had that kind of vibe going on. And, With the losing uh, side. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good valid point. And he, and he and at one point, I turned to him. I go, I go, I go. What's the matter now, dude? And he goes. And by the way, I was killing. I just got an applause break. And he goes, "Why don't you say something funny?" And the audience turned on this dude like I have never. I didn't have to do anything. Wow. They were like, "Boo! Shut up! You fucking!" And it was great. It was awesome. So oh, I that's think fucking I, awesome. Do you guys notice that? Because this dystopian podcast. Do you guys notice that uh, people are starting to, even the people that were quiet about the stupidity or even living in the stupidity of denial of, of vaccines and stuff do you find that they're kind of people are kind of quieting down about it they're not as loud at defending yeah. about about the, the conspiracies and they're kind of turning like like yeah i guess we should all get vaccinated have you noticed that at all um a yeah a, li- a little bit here and there i mean i so i live in a short town in new jersey and there's a lot of fist pumping going on uh <laughs> that's so all the time though how do you how do you know it's different yeah <laughs> <laughs> they do it and i can see the no vaccine tattoo that they just got <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that guido is not gonna make it but uh <laughs> my i can say that my whole family's guido so uh <laughs> but yeah it's it's just weird man your I, facial hair and your and your haircut you you could say anything you literally <laughs> <laughs> it's like snoop using the n-word we get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect way to put it i'll explain it i'll explain it to my family like that see if it goes over well uh, <laughs> i'm like chris titus actually made a good point um <laughs> i don't know next family reunion aka funeral um it's the only time anybody gets together is you know even we i'll get back i've like two things in my head at the same time sorry a little add um uh, but uh yeah the uh, the yeah it's kind of getting to that point a little bit but not not so much. Like, I feel like everybody in my circle is vaccinated. Kind of everybody that I can talk to reasonably about it. Even like, like all the shows that I did before Omicron was a thing and everything got canceled again. I made sure it was uh, vaxxed and I thought I was going to have a problem with it. There was one. There was one where we were like, it needed to be all vaxxed. And the uh, fundraiser that we had had, we were just doing it for schools. I think we're like, oh, we're doing a show. Let's do it yeah. for the fucking school system. And then they pulled out. And they were like, no, we're not going to fuck it. We're not going to be forced to get vaccinated. And then because of that, it got into the paper and like it sold out in a day because that's everybody awesome. who was vaxxed was like, we're going to fucking do it. So like, that's been cool. Um, you know, what's crazy. I think if you live on the Internet too much, though, which I, I, you know, comics tend to. I don't know if you're like that where you're just scrolling, but I do it. I feel especially like if you have, especially if you have a podcast. If you yeah, have yeah, a podcast, yeah. You're trying to, like I'm trying to fill stuff with my <laughs> podcast. The Titus, Titus podcast, by the way, go to Christopher Titus TV on YouTube or Christopher Titus and sign up. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with <laughs> nice. you. Uh, yeah, there, there's uh, my wife says that all the time. The news is on all the time because we yeah. need the Armageddon update. And at one point, it feels normal to you, and then you start talking to people out in the world. You're like, did you hear the whole thing about the inside and the economy and and, and the Fed's gonna and people are looking at you like, the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> right, right. Is, what, oh the god, Fed, what's the interest rate right now? Like, I I know more. I have a buddy, uh, uh, Billy Gardell. He calls me literally for his own personal Armageddon update. He'll call me like, hey, Titus, what's going on? <laughs> nah, hey, I saw McConnell say this shit about the Trump's. Uh, that there was an insurrection. So are we going? Where are we going with this? I mean, he'll like you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, again, I'm the wrong guy, but okay, I'll give you an opinion. That's yeah. great, though. It's good to have somebody like that, too. My, I have a couple friends and I will go back and forth and we'll talk about that kind of shit. Like, uh, do we need to leave, evacuate? Are you getting your kids out? What's going on? Uh, one of our one of our close friends has kids, and I feel like if he leaves, that's our, like, you know, like something bad's happening and all the animals leave. I feel like if yeah, he's got exactly. a kid, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't have any kids. So I'm like, 
Do yeah, I need to like, evacuate the area? Yeah. Hey, guys, there's no more birds. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, I do that thing where I live on the on the Internet, and I feel like we lost. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. I don't understand what anti-vaxxers are so angry about because we never had a full lockdown. So I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what the fuck Bill Maher is talking about. I like Bill Maher, but I don't know what the fuck he's talking about when they're like, you know, uh, we had, uh, um, we, you know, we did our lockdown. And I'm like, no, we didn't. Like we did, you and I did, you know, other like yeah. normal people did it. But again, my short town, like in the summer, there were bars acting like it was fucking prohibition. They were, you know, they're protesting outside of the Applebee's bar. Like we right. don't like our families and we <laughs> need to get out, you know? Uh, <laughs> like, oh, really? Um, that sucks. Yeah, like, we, uh, we got, everybody made it extreme when it wasn't. It was like, yeah. uh, Hey, uh, like I think the, the, the most intense I got, I was walking through Home Depot getting something. And a dude had his mask like under his lip. And I went, dude, put your fucking mask up. And the dude looked at me. And I guess my that's where I started. I didn't start it. Hey, would you mind? I was like, right. put your yeah. fucking mask up. And this was like in the middle of Delta. This is like the Delta was raging. Right. And the guy looks at me and goes, what? And I he says, what? And again, again, the, the stupidity of, of martial arts. I go, put your fucking mask up. And he looked at me again, <laughs> took a beat. And it was like, fuck you, man. And you put the mask on. I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll take the fuck you, but I yeah. won't take COVID, dickhead. Come on. Right. I, I think, uh, here's the thing, Bill Maher, and there's, there's some stuff that's gone on recently. And I think uh, with Rogan and uh, there's some guys that, that I really respect. Uh, you know, yeah, I respect these people, what they've done. I'm not kidding. Like Bill Maher had me on a show when I did Politically Incorrect. And, and yeah. I, I know I've done a benefit for Bill. And I've talked to Joe a bunch of times. And Joe's, Joe's not an, an unthoughtful individual. He's right. really not. Right. Uh, Corolla, Corolla is is genius. I think there's a, and I and I'm sure it would happen to all of us too. If mm-hmm. someone paid us millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. to have an opinion, I think at one point you start to get used to that, and it pulls you as a comic with no nothing to lose, which I kind of don't have. I mean, I have my TV show, whatever. I've got what I do. I work. People know what I, I'm going to say. Some shit that they may not make them happy, but at least it'll be what it's going to be. Right. If it was millions of dollars involved all the time. I may let my audience pull me towards them. And I think you have to be really conscious of that when you get to a place of that level of fame and that level of money where you can't let your audience pull your opinion. You have to continue to pull your audience, which which I love about Carlin. Carlin not once ever right. let the audience decide what he was going to do. Prior, never once. And the, remember when prior to the, uh, the New Orleans special, where he, he gave up the N-word, he gave it up. He said, and he did a bit about giving it up. I'm never going to say it again. Yeah, and people yeah. kind of booed him. And right. he was like, no, 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 listen up. Let me explain it to you. And I think we, I think you have to, as a performer, fame is one of the, it's, it's what we all want, but it's one of the most dangerous things if you don't notice it. Yes. Oh, that's a great yeah. way to put it. That's the best yeah. way I've heard put it, man, because it is kind of, it's a dicey situation where I feel like people kind of conflate um, different issues to try to make their point. And it's like, you know, if you're against Rogan, you don't want free speech and you don't want long form conversation or thoughtful opinion. It's like, no, I want all of that. I like Rogan because of the long form conversations right. and all this shit. But like, I don't know why you can't go. I like this, but I don't agree with giving out misinformation and having, you know, uh, um, propagandist doctors, quote unquote, on your program to spout uh, things that are going to kill people. You know, like you, like we were yeah. talking about before, 11, he has, you know, I've said this before on the podcast, but he's got uh, 11 million views per episode and he does two a week but by you know rounding it up a month he's like 90 million 90 million viewers a month listeners a month i don't care if you don't think anybody's listening to you or not or if you or if, you know you, you'd said before you'd put it perfectly too about um you know i'm just a comedian or whatever it is it doesn't matter because those people especially this day and age i don't know if you've noticed this too even on twitter people tend to pick celebrities or anybody with a with an outlet as their avatar this guy's just like me i'm this guy and right. if this guy's wrong, that means I'm wrong. And that's a fucked up way to think. Yeah, true that. I, I, well, I, it's also, I mean, we are, <laughs> I, I said it before, man. If, if stupidity, if the X Games had a stupidity division, currently America would be on the podium. Fuck, man. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it, it, it's just that, and here's, here's the thing. And, and I, I kind of, I would argue with Joe in the one thing he said, he, that I'm an idiot. Well, yeah, dude, but but you have to also, you can't have you can't have that kind of money and that kind of and not have a quote responsibility and and to equate like we had uh, Dr. Um, 
uh, Eric uh, uh, Feigelding on it. He he's the guy. Oh, yeah. who, he's like he's like the like the voice of death. Like every time something, <laughs> hey, Delta, hey, it's over. And then he's like, Delta's coming, fuckers. He's like he's always he's always like the first guy to go. He, he just was twenty tweeted out something yesterday. He goes, okay, they're finding COVID in rats and deer in New York City. It's mm. jumping species. That's you know what jumping species. There's no more birds again. <laughs> so, so but he's that guy. But but at least he's he's a Harvard educated. He, he's on top of it. And then you say then you so you take him or you take an uh, you know uh, Fauci. Who by the way everybody should be thanking Fauci because he helped yeah. turn AIDS around and we can all get laid now. Thank you, yeah. Dr. Fauci. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whenever you're in a, whenever you're in a bar, I'm married, so I'm fine. But <laughs> if you're in a bar looking for trim and 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 you get some. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Doctor yeah. Fauci. You should have a tattoo. <laughs> so, so that's why they're going to kill him. So, so him and I, the hot really, water guy. They need you just can't, Yeah, yes. <laughs> you just can't equate. You just can't equate a Harvard-educated virologist who's done the job for you know for for seven different administrations yeah. to a dude who says that pomegranate juice mixed with vitamin D will cure it <laughs> with no evidence. You can't, you, you can't yeah. go, well, I'm just giving opposite opinions. No, you, one guy's killing people and one guy's actually based right. on science or fact. Yeah. So th- that, I think that's, I think that's the only, um, the, the, the lie about that, you know, yeah. and, 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 and agreed Rogan keeps saying it, but it's such a weird, it's a, such a weird trigger to pull that. Yeah. I'm just comedian. If you listen to me, you're stupid. Right. Yeah, you have 11 million people and you don't say that every episode. You actually yeah. put on information like it's true. Exactly. And, 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 and as, as a comic, there's a lot of dumb fucking people. Excuse my language. There's a lot yeah, of dumb people, yeah. like a lot of dumb people. And, and they will go with them. Like, ah, you know, Rogan said, and, and, and Rogan, by the way, he's, he is their hero in a lot of ways. Yeah, man. Yeah. You at the UFC stuff, he's a, he's, he's, he's smart. I mean, he's bro. Like I thought his apologies were honestly, if you know Joe at all, I don't, I don't know him a lot. I, I've talked to him uh, four or five times, and, and and he's he's pretty he's pretty thoughtful. And I thought his apologies were, and when it comes to apologies for fucking up for comics, probably by far the best we've had in the yeah. last decade. You know, and what he's uh, I thought what he said was what he my favorite line he said in one that we said about the the whole N word stuff. He said he goes I'm not racist, and he goes but any white person that has to come out and say I'm not racist they fucked up yeah and i fucked up i thought that was such a you can always hear when someone's authentic and i think joe's pretty mm-hmm. authentic i think those are pretty authentic yeah i think so yeah. too i think it's incredible that people are even like so, like they're, they're, it's it's always so black and white with people no you know pun intended <laughs> talking about the subject but i hate that i just said that so nice yeah yeah i know no, no. <laughs> Oh, and I threw up white power. Holy crap. <laughs> Everything just went crazy. What just happened? <laughs> uh, and that was sponsored from the Proud Boys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it, like, no, it's either like this guy's a racist or he's not a racist. And it's like, no, I think there's nuance to shit. And he yeah. was like, again, I've only met him twice when I lived out in LA, but super nice dude. And I think you can just tell like when a guy is being genuine, like he did fuck up. And I feel like, again, this is back to that shit where like you dig into people's past, which is fine. You know, I mean, not, actually, I don't think it's that fine. I think it's ridiculous because I don't believe you're the same person you were today as you were a year ago or even seven yesterday years ago. or whatever. Yeah, or seven years ago. Like, and I'm not, and I feel like whenever you do that, their go-to is like, you know, Weinstein and Cosby. And it's like, no, those are fucking felonies. And they're in, you know, that's the justice department shit, you know, and they've handled it. I'm not talking about people. It's Yeah, it's you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't go, Rogan, yeah, but Timothy McVeigh too. Yeah, he, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, Rogan. You know, yeah. Rogan. I, I just think there's a there's a point, and and, and look, look uh, the stuff he said uh, 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 about the N words was just it was just. I mean, look, my opinion is it was out of line. Wouldn't have oh, done yeah. it. The stuff he did about the going to see Planet of the Apes. I mean, he even he even ad- ad- acknowledges that. But to put yeah. this information out when we have a once in a hundred year pandemic that has killed six million people worldwide at nine hundred thousand yes. in country, that's just fucking irresponsible it's just Absolutely. fucking irresponsible yeah. and i and joe's not a racist and he's not a bad guy but it's right. fucking irresponsible and, oh yeah you know, well I, you know. like i said i think you put it perfectly before like you kind of you get swept up in your audience when there's millions of dollars on the line and that's yeah. you know that's a good good way to put it too um is the, do you have any opinion on like the the because the Whoopi goldberg shit too is going on too? It's, it seems like do you she, i thought like, she was good it's another thing too is i don't understand so she apologizes probably as clearly as cleanly right and, and we all know who would be Goldberg. She's not, you know, yeah. Uh, she's alternative Oprah in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> and, and she's almost one of those three hundred people. She's yes, right there. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but she's 
but she's genuine and honest and I'm a big yeah. fan and, and I, I've done the, I've done the view a couple of times and she's always great. And, and her apology was so clear and they still got rid of her for two weeks. I'm like, it just seems, it just, I like, so you, so now if you apologize, you still get punished. Even if you mean, yeah. it. I, I, we're in a weird, I think humanity's in a weird, weird place, man. And, mm. and, 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 and we're editing a lot of us out. I mean, COVID, if you look at Darwinism, man, COVID went through the week first, the week for the and the elderly, and then it went through the, now it's going through the stupid. It's really yep. going through the stupid. And then we'll <laughs> and we'll see and then we'll see what happens next, man. But I'm you know, getting rid of the stupid may help us. It may be a, a evolutionary shift that we need. Yeah, it's not a it's not a real like other than the fact that we're losing work constantly, I'm not really like, you know, I'm like, no, oh. don't get vexed, whatever. Uh, that was brutal. I had, the, you know, I had the best year of my life booked. I, I had like, I we had done all these theater shows and we booked a bunch more, and then my entire career got stopped by a a bat licking the taint of a Chinese raccoon. Man, it's like, <laughs> like how is that possible? Like of all the things that could have ruined my career, that was it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody saw that fucking coming either. And <laughs> and also just assuming you, like, I don't know where I was saying this the other day. With like, I was. I was coming back from LA and I was going through the country and I got back to New York the day before they shut everything down. And I literally thought I was like, you know, uh, patient zero agent patient zero because like I, I was with my friends, like I was in New York and then I was like, Hey, I just got back. I'm home. Bah, bah, bah. And then like, we're all hanging out. And then the next day they were like, if you were in New York, you probably have COVID. And my friends were like, the fuck dude. And I was like, I, I didn't do anything. I don't know. It's not me. Did you get it? Did you I haven't gotten it yet. Too far. I haven't gotten it yet. Did you get no? I'll tell you what. So I had, so I got vaxxed and then I got boosted. Mm -hmm. uh, we got boosted at the Burbank airport, uh, which is weird. Mm. We just waited in line. <laughs> and then uh, it was just odd. It was just like, oh, there's a table set up and they're giving people shots. Uh, so we, I, I, okay. So we got boosted. And then uh, I, I was like, I'm, I'm, I am bulletproof. And I went to on a road. We did a theater in uh, Hobart, Indiana. And I, and I did a meet and greet and oh. Four days later, man, I had it wasn't bad. I, I, had, yeah. I had one night of fever and then sniffles. But a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Nils, I call him, and he's like, he just goes, I go, he goes, you got it? Holy crap, man, how you feeling? I'm like, ah, we did a meet and greet, and he just stopped. He's a musician. He just goes, you fucking did a meet, just screaming at me <laughs> on the phone, and like, you guys, you know, we're in a pandemic, don't you? I thought I was covered. Yeah, why'd you, why'd you let me down? So yeah, uh, so I, I, so I've had it. I'm boosted. Had it. Shed two shot. Uh, Double vax boosted and I've had it, so I think nice. I'm good for for the next for six three weeks. months. Yeah, exactly. Six, <laughs> yeah, six weeks yeah. of being here. Start the clock. I was doing a bit for a while. I'm going. You know what? At this point, if they told me at once a week I had to get a shot in my eyeball, I would do it, man. You know, because then you would yeah, know yeah. who. I didn't know who the smart people were. It'd be all the people with the eye patches. <laughs> What'd you get? I got the Pfizer. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. I don't do that joke anymore because it's as stupid here as it is when I do it on stage. I loved it. That's exactly what we're looking for here. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, God. Yeah, it's uh, Tom, you were out for a couple of weeks, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it got me. You know, what's funny. I same thing. I got totally vaxxed and everything. I avoided it for two, dip, dodging and diving around it for two years. Right. And then I did a gig on New Year's Eve. And I feel like I remember the older gentleman who called <laughs> near me. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, I must have it by now. I go home two yeah. days later, bang, got me. So, <laughs> dude, uh, same thing. I remember the dude that walked up and he was really meek and he, and he was like, he was a little bit glisteny. And I was like, that guy, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, maybe he was nervous to meet me. That's what it is. <laughs> that was and, the clamminess. And then, and then four days later, I'm like, <laughs> Uh, did you get, did you get, I it was, thank God I was vaccinated because I don't even know, but like people that I know, we had, I had a bunch of people that used to come to my shows. I like hung out with die. Uh, we had three, yeah. three people die that I knew. Uh, yeah, I had close uh, people too that passed away from it. So it freaked and, yeah. me out. You want, I'll, I'll give you a crazy story that I usually okay. don't share. Yay. <laughs> so, uh, John knows this story. Yeah. So now I have COVID, right? Whatever. I get past it. I'm fun. I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac, a little bit. So somebody had given me some gummy worms, right? So I take them in the past. I take a little worm, whatever. I'll watch a movie, laugh a lot, whatever. One night, for some reason, I ate a whole stupid worm post-COVID. I start getting these chest pains. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm clotting. <laughs> like in my head. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a grown-ass man going to the emergency room. And I'm like, all right, here's the situation. I ate a gummy worm. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> think I have anything wrong with me. <laughs> but I'm going to need this EKG quick. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. So you were you were high from the gummy worm and panicked. Yeah, you know what happened? I got like gas or something, and I get the chest pain. But then the chest wow. pain turns into I think I have something in my lung. I bet you it's clotting right now. Ever like I'll give you some more backstory. So I did what a 50- oh, God, sorry. What, a, what a what a fun eulogy that would have been. He died. He loved gummy worms. <laughs> were his favorite thing, and he died doing what he wanted to do. He died doing what he wanted to do. He died doing what he loved. Yeah, what he loved. Yeah. Information is so crazy. So I did a fifty-two week podcast with an epidemiologist. She's way smarter than me. She has degrees from Harvard, Princeton, St. John's, and Columbia. Yeah. Yeah, wow. and we would just do facts, not fear. So what we did is we took in questions that you saw on social media and the news that was all bullshit, and she gave you the peer-reviewed article facts behind what they're trying to like drag from. So it's funny. The knowledge in your head starts going, all right, I know the percentages are small, but, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, but, when yeah. it hits. Yeah, but yeah, but then again, I'm not really – it's funny. I've, I've been lucky in career, and I've been lucky in, in, in my, my second life. First wife, not lucky. Uh, second wife, great, and and I, but I'm also the guy that doesn't win the lottery unless it's the COVID lottery, and then I'm on a ventilator. You know what I mean? That, that's yeah. what I yeah. I have that fear of like, yeah, no, it's coming after me. Uh, my buddy Billy, he he had just had the stomach surgery. He was really big, and he he said he's like, this thing's hiding in the bushes. He goes, it's hiding in the bushes, looking for me, man. He goes, I'm obese. He goes, it's coming for me. It's coming for me. And so he would just he, he like locked himself in his house for a year and a half. It was it was it was it was an intense time. I'm glad it's kind of ending. Looks like the cases are dropping, unless this. Unless Eric Feigl thing is good at this, his rat, <laughs> the new rat thing is coming out now. So I yeah, don't know, yeah, man. yeah, VA2 or whatever. The fuck. That's why, like, that's what I'm talking about, those small windows, man, because that's what my friends are doing right now. We're like, all right, Omicron is down. There's another one coming. We'll get together on Wednesday. And then we'll never <laughs> see each other. <laughs> I think we'll be safe on Wednesday. So that's it. I said that I do on stage. I go, you guys remember that the three day weekend in March when it was over? And it was over for like three, and then we were like, yes, mass off, and the Tuesday Delta. God damn! It. Yeah, yeah. And we were and we were all back to mask. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm Jen. I'm and well, Tom. Tom is talking to me that we had a uh, 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 you know you know Tony Woods, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Tony was in going to be in New York. And Tom's fucking gotten it ready, and I haven't got it yet. I'm in my six weeks. Yeah, yeah. and Tony was coming on. You know, he was on the podcast. He tried to come on when he was on a train, and we're like, Tony, this is not going to work. It's like like, he's showing us the nothing. He's showing us nothing. He's in the middle of nowhere, and he's like, "Ah," you know. And people are listening to him tell crazy stories with no context too, because there's people on the train next to him, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" So, uh, so Tom's like, "We," he's like, "How do you feel about going in New York?" He's like, "Cause I've already gotten it," and I'm like, "No, I can't." Like, but I'm like, I'm jealous. I'm like, he he's triple vaxxed and he got it, and I'm like, yeah. I can't fucking go. I'm just a, I don't want to get it, but you know, it's no, gonna come get, on, me get eventually. It. Come on, we'll go. Come on, get it. Come on, get it. <laughs> yeah. I offered to spit in his mouth when I had it. He didn't want to do it. Man, Normally, it- taking it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just fucked up, man. Some of my friends have gotten it and, you know, they're just kind of like out there kind of they're, they're like taking that window before the next variant comes in. And because because I felt the same way you did. My family and I are like more than, you know, might give it to somebody else more than getting it and winding up in the hospital with our luck, with our family history of just anything that can and will happen. One of us is going to die or all of us is going to like it's going to be it <laughs> or all of us. Or all of Thanksgiving's must be fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we had we had relatives get it uh, who are hardcore right wingers. That's another thing is that people keep thinking we're all divided. It's almost like a of, but everybody has people in their family from both sides that they got to deal with. I oh, yeah. you just start to pay attention to that. So right. I had two relatives that are uh, hardcore right wing, and they refused it. They went to ivermectin, and they were down for twenty eight. And one's a one's a personal trainer down for right. twenty eight days. Yeah. I was down for four, man. I had vaccinated. I was done. I had sniffles. I was down for four days, and I and it wasn't even that bad down. I just felt shitty. I got I had I had one fever, and then I got and then, and then I felt shitty for three days, and that was it. It was over. So yeah. I, I'm just I'm just get vaccinated, people. If you listen, for God's sakes, yeah, for God's and it, sakes. It's kind of funny because it's one of those things where, like, when you hear people who are unvaccinated say what they needed to do to get better, we're like, I just threw the kitchen sink at it, everything. I'm like, weird. I took three shots. <laughs> yeah but uh, but they, they don't hear themselves they go i took the ivermectin i did the pomegranate juice with the d3 uh, <laughs> I, I i took the uh hydrocoxacoacoquin and then i uh and then a uh, powerful light i'd used and uh i i i used a lot of bleach a little bit of bleach and I, and and you know what guys it went away and i was only sick for 63 days <laughs> <laughs> and i was right yeah. back to work 
And I, the job, exactly. Yeah, my job wasn't there anymore, but I was. I came. I showed up anyway. I George Costanza that shit. Yeah, they don't do the math on it. You were sick for two months, fucker. Yep. And now, yeah. and I have you know, look, I have mild permanent lung damage, but I got over it. I didn't need a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they don't fucking uh, think about any of that shit. Are you like? Uh, um, have you been noticing the shit that has come out around this time? I feel like where I don't know if they're just getting it out of the way now, where it's like. You know, COVID happened. All, everybody's arguing the news, all the Trump shit, and then they quietly be like, "We found a cure for AIDS," and then yeah. they be like, "You be like, wait, wait what?" And then they also be like, out? "There was a, there was a, they found, uh, they did a, they had a, like, they cured HIV in a rat completely. That's right. one of the things." Well, they got it like, now. It, it's undetectable. They didn't get it because of the cocktail. It's undetectable in human beings that are on that are on the program. I, I guess. I guess. I, I mean, like they're gonna they're gonna cure AIDS one day, and it, it something's gonna change. I didn't know that. Here's what here's what I say. I know what you're talking about. So yeah. It's been so crazy the last since Trump again. It's been crazy. We in the middle of COVID, our government went aliens exist, and we yes. went not now. <laughs> 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 It was like they told us they existed, no one gave a shit. Yeah, like, no. yeah. I'm Everybody was just too busy looking for toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. Like, aliens, blah blah, aliens. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have toilet paper? <laughs> Do they have a target on whatever fucking planet they're from? Because <laughs> mine doesn't have chicken anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. It is. It's fucking nuts. And then in the New York Times, this is my one of my favorite uh, headlines from New York Times is that the Pentagon admitted they have an alien vehicle. And we were like, you want to elaborate? And they were like, no, 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 but it's a vehicle. <laughs> and it was just like, no one fucking paid attention. And I'm like, I'm that lunatic who like, like I try to like taper it off because I'm excited about it. I really would right. love to see an alien. Yeah. I'm like one of those people that like, I have to see it. I'm sure something exists in some level, but I want it. I just want, it, instead of us fighting, it'd be nice if something crawled out of the fucking ocean to kill us once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. That we can be like, that's yeah, the thing. Have- I always said it'd be great if they just vaporize, like if the aliens came down and just vaporized racists and assholes, because what would happen was it would tune us all up instantly. We'd be like, no, I love my fellow man. I'm good. I love my, I, 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 you know, just, just vaporize some people for a minute. And then, and, don't, and by the way, don't be, we're going to take over the world aliens. Right. Cause they're obviously can take us over if they got stuff that can make right turns at a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. And that, they, 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 they obviously could just destroy us in a second. And if right. just kind of send a little note, guys, yeah, you know, guys, quit acting like dicks. And then they vaporize like <laughs> 300 people on the country. You'd be like, yeah, no, that guy was – and no one liked him. It had to be people like Ted Cruz. It'd be people that no one like Rand Paul. It'd be guys right. yeah. that just got – you guys – It would just, just be just, horrible it, if they did it right before Rogan made his apology. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it just said – they just sent a note that just said uh, they weren't helping. And then we go – and so, okay, that's it. We got it. Thanks, guys. We're, we're good. We're going to help now uh yeah. i don't know i i think it's i i think uh, do you guys remember a time in life growing up where the news is because we've gotten used to the news being extreme yeah since i and i go back to like i mean since go columbine in our lifetimes man columbine 9 yeah. 11 uh you know uh uh the wars it, it's like it's I guess it was always extreme. If you think about, someone I don't put know. A, I feel like before us, like Walter Cronkite was just reporting the news. Like that right. was it. Like yeah. this is the real yeah. news. This is what happened. Right. And then yeah. it was like a, a they flipped the switch and they're like, Kardashians are killing social media. Let's let's turn this around. Give them a little <laughs> bit more pizzazz. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, it always yeah. is. Yeah. It's always no it's always what they cr- hold up to each other. It's always it was always like a Kardashian thing. Also, right next to. Something that could obviously kill you. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember during the election. I was, uh, you know, all that shit was going on right in the middle of it. Bernie Sanders was leading. He was actually fucking leading the the thing or whatever. And then, um, but CNN had a thing on the bottom that said at the same time, uh, COVID-19 and Bernie Sanders can either be stopped. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck kind of message? Like... That's how I noticed about Biden too. It's like it's like we have three point like eight percent unemployment. The stock market was at a record, and yeah. there and the economy's booming like six point five percent growth, which is unheard of. Yeah, and they're like, uh, "How is Biden ever going to get this shit together?" Right, <laughs> right. Like, what? Yeah, you, you get. Where were you guys a year ago? How? I, I just I think the media's got addicted. They're really addicted to uh, uh, just the 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 craziness of it. They're right. addicted to it now, and and it and it goes both ways. It's, I guess as pissed as the people were. The Trump supporters are pissed. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed when the media goes after Biden. Like, dude, he's fucking kicking oh, yeah. ass. 
I mean, I do, call him, I do call him President Pop Pop because he's really, <laughs> we could. Yeah. It's harder to get mad at him when he's like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it is. You're like, Why is he in his pajamas at six o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. And on, on and still at the podium. Does anybody, <laughs> can anybody sit him down? Jesus. But I, but I like fired up Pop Pop too. So like that, that one speech he came out, I like when he's fired up. I don't like the, the kind of the, the quiet guy. The when quiet he called Juicy a son of a bitch, what a dumb son of a bitch. That yeah. was a great moment. That was I, great. Me and my wife high-fived. It was awesome. I was like, good. Awesome. yeah that was a, that was a fucking crazy thing too and then uh with the with the biden stuff you know i mean it, like like you said like he's they don't concentrate on any of the good shit that's actually going on it's always the bad right. shit but it's kind of funny the way the media has kind of latched on to shifting blame to comedian like that's the thing like i think comedians are low-hanging fruit for the most part when it comes to yeah. we're not we're not the social arbiters of fucking morale or any of that shit half no. of us you know so it's ridiculous but it's kind of funny to me that like I felt like Trump had to be going insane when you know, when you have a guy who lies 24 fucking seven, but the right. one time he's telling the truth and also, cause he'd be like, the media is corrupt. And people be like, Oh, now he's going after journalists. He's like, guys, no, I know I lied about a lot of shit, but <laughs> exactly. I've been manipulating them for years. Like I pretended yeah. to be my own agent guys. Let me just tell you like that had to be driving him nuts. Yeah, we yeah, also what well, you said comedians, but even the guys that think they are social warriors or yeah. you know, aren't. I mean Carlin, what I love about Carlin is Carlin he said what he said and, and didn't give a shit what you thought about yeah. it. I, I wasn't yeah. trying to change people or lead no. some of that. But you're right. Why when did yeah, when, when did Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan become well those guys, you know, like when did we become those more they they're just comics. I, yep. I don't know. Like, but then again, someone else pointed this out and I point out throughout history, Twain, uh Bruce uh, Will Rogers, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Carlin, Mort Saul, uh, Robert Klein. I mean, it, there's a lit, a Moms Mabley, a uh, Pryor, uh, uh, yeah, Ron Williams. There's a, there's a uh, Dick Gregory. And oh, there's Dick Gregory, yeah. Guys, there's a list of guys, man. And I guess if you step into the field and you're not just talking about your penis, you're gonna have to take some heat for having an opinion. Oh, totally, absolutely. And that's the thing. I mean, that's the comedy I leaned toward when I was younger too. I mean, I love the goofy shit. You know what I mean? I loved comics that were silly and kind of fun on stage, but the ones that always I think hit hardest were like, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. And I'm laughing yeah. and he's fucking coming. Like, I like that kind of yeah. shit. Um, but I mean, you know, again, it's always at, like, again, we were talking about the Bill Maher stuff. I love Bill Maher. I'm not going to, like, I've, I've been a fan of him since I was a kid. I yep. remember seeing you on Politically Incorrect. That was one of those shows that I probably shouldn't have been watching as young as I was watching, but I was like, yes, say the C word, a, you know. Yeah. I got a joke leaped on that show. Did you really? Holy I shit. A, there was a, it was a rapper that had, uh, the joke was the joke was something to the effect of uh, when you're uh, when you're in a solid gold Hummer getting a Hummer from a solid gold dancer, you should probably shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're in a solid gold Hummer getting a Hummer from a solid gold dancer, you should probably shut up. Oh, that's just, great. Yeah, and, and it was like so, and, and Mar laughed. Everybody, Mar actually did that thing what comics do when it's a good joke and they look at you like that's funny, that's really funny. Like yeah. we. And uh, and then I watched the thing, and it was they just kind of they just kind of cut the sound. It was, like, it was like, oh come on, bastards! Oh, that yeah, sucks. Right. And it wasn't even social media back then, so you can go back on and be like, here's what really I said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just had to live yeah. with it. Like fuck, it was the best line ever. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was the best line I had that night, anyways. Oh man, yeah, it's crazy. Those you know, and but I feel like you can just say they're wrong every now and again. I used to love what Carlin used to say about. Uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he would be like, yeah, I'm just in the front row. I mean, I'm watching the show, just watching the big show. And that's yeah. the, that's a, you know, a decent way to look at it too. And it's not like they can't invoke some kind of change, but you know, again, it's people on social media picking avatars. And if you ever skew from what they believe is just, then you've just, you're falling off a pedestal. And it's like, that's such a weird way, you know, to look at life or anybody or anything. But it's unhealthy. But don't you guys think that that's what people don't quite get? It's, it's almost become this thing where if you have, a, if you are, are a critical thinker that actually takes a minute, like when Pelosi came out, people can sit, call me a, a liberal all I want. And by the way, I was a Republican. I've been a Republican twice in my life. And then I just started mm. to realize, oh, you people hate people. I'm not voting <laughs> for you anymore. Yeah. So that's what it feels like. They really do. And so, right. uh, so I just start, you know, doing my research and then Pelosi comes out and she's like, you know, I believe our staffers uh, should also be able to insider trade stock legally. And I'm yeah. like, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you fucking nuts? 
Exactly. And, like, like her, her husband's, uh, her husband's a, a trader. That's what he does. He's an investment yeah. banker. She gets all the information. My daughter's 20 and she's into music. She does. So we were seven lunch and I'm, I'm explaining. I go, guy. So I said, we can't insert. If I get information from a company I, and I can't go buy stock or else it's insider trading. I mm -hmm. said, but Congress can't. And she goes, what do you mean? I go, well, I mean, if they get it, they know they're going to give Lockheed a contract for billions of dollars. And she, before I finish, she goes, they can just buy stock. I go, yeah, legally. She goes, they all need to go to jail. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm raising, I'm a good daddy. <laughs> I am, yeah. They all need to go to jail. I'm Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know yeah that. So, so yeah, that we can't call each other. Like, like it's great to see every once in a while, I'll have someone show up on the Armageddon update and they'll be like, I was, I, I, got, a, I got an email today. Guy was, oh, I supported Trump and I started listening to your podcast and boy, you used to piss me off. And in the last three months, I realized, wow, this guy's the biggest asshole we ever had as president. Yeah. I was like, hey, welcome to the team, fucker. Welcome exactly. to the team. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just I, I think we need to get back to that. I think people are you I think we're tired of being partisan. Are you? I'm tired. I'm tired. Me too. I yeah. just yeah. want to get back to America. It's all fucking pro wrestling. That's what it is. You know, yes. after a while, when you see, yeah, when you see Pelosi yes. come out there and she makes her fucking, you know, speech about tax shit, you're like, what the fuck? Like it is, it's just teams. And I don't want to be on anybody's team. I just want to get the, I want to be on whatever team makes everybody, you know, be able to have healthcare and fucking live and, right. you know, not have to worry about shit. That's the, you know, but nobody's well, really. It's, funny. it's not like we don't have plans worldwide that work when they go, healthcare doesn't work. And you, and you, you just hand them a list of 15 countries where yes. it does. Yep. And you're like, yeah, they don't have, you know, they, by the way, their, their arms manufacturers don't all own ski boats and Ferraris, but yeah, <laughs> we have health care so yeah I, so i don't think it i, I don't think it's i, I don't it's, it's it's a humanity thing for me that's why that's sure. why i kind of changed my opinion and uh we're getting way deep into this let's let's talk about penises literally yeah yeah, yeah. let's I, talk well, <laughs> by the way no my wife uh, my dog took my kids to see uh jackass the new jackass movie yesterday. nice dude we are such a base level biological being i laughed so hard it's great isn't getting, it People getting smacked in the junk is the funny. I mean, honestly, I'm not proud of myself, but I was no, doubled yeah. over in the theater at one point when my, me and my son were laughing so hard. Uh, and and you know, I, I, so I just want to say that let's get out of uh, how important we are and let's talk about getting hit in the nuts. Yes, absolutely. Indeed. No, my best friend and I went to see that, and we were like, when we when we used to watch Jackass when we were younger, it was like fucking amazing. We were just like, this is the kind of cathartic. <laughs> I love to talk about penises, but it's hard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was good. Whoever Luke is. Yeah, it was also weird is that like uh, there's a whole crew of younger guys in that because I realized they're all. Like some of them are fifty. I think Johnny Ox was like fifty three, fifty four. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm not doing any of this shit. Then I thought, well, I, I looked up how much Jack, all the Jackass movies have made. Mm -hmm. It's like three hundred and eighty million dollars. Oh and I'm God. like, for fifteen million, you can staple my nuts to a board. I'm yeah. fifteen million. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. You can staple my nuts to a live bull. I don't yeah. care. But let's fifteen million. <laughs> I guess I'm in. I, am I? Am I? Am I? Do I have points on this film? Because sure, staple whatever you want to whatever. I'm gonna Stapling start your that nuts Kickstarter. To... <laughs> <laughs> Stapling your nuts to a bull is actually the plot of City Slickers Four. So uh, I don't know if you. <laughs> They're doing it, man. They're making it. Nice. Nice. Oh god. Um, yeah, man. I know what you mean that you just get new nuts and shit. I'm I'm excited because you got a new movie coming out. Uh, you're working on it now. You're shooting in May, right? Yeah. Oh, shooting in May. I I got uh, a friend of mine wrote a script called uh, it's Father. It's called Father Reaper, and it's a comedy horror movie. And they were they talked to a bunch of horror directors, and every meeting he had, they were like, they just had no concept of how to make it funny. And I'd worked on the script with him two years earlier, and he called me and he goes, "Listen, I know you did Special Unit. And by the way, my movie Special Unit is on Prime Video. Uh, due to the Fairness oh, and Disabilities Act, the LAPD has to hire four handicapped undercover detectives." Uh, Billy Gardell is in it. Um, and Cynthia Watchers is in it, and it's really laugh out loud funny. So I did that movie, awesome. and it's awesome. kind of. And I made a school shooting funny. So these guys, <laughs> I did. There's a school shooting in Special Unit. So they called me, and they're like, "We want you to talk to you about doing this movie." So I had a meeting with the producer, and yeah, now uh, they're turning over a decent budget, and I get to direct a, a horror comedy. And honestly, um, cool. 
Yeah, I'm, I've been constipated since they said I could do it. <laughs> I'm a little. I'm a, I don't want to. It's weird. I, I my dad always said, you know, do your job, do your job well. Uh, you know, no matter what that is. And so I'm, I'm a little. I, you know, I, I I don't have any area. I've been in show business too long to have arrogance about show business. I'm like, okay, well, this could go horribly wrong a thousand different <laughs> yeah. ways. And there, and there's only a needle to thread that'll make it right. So it'll be fine. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you when you were starting out, because I felt like when I was going on auditions and stuff, I would like be really excited about the prospect of an audition, hearing that I got it, hearing that I got a callback. But then when I would actually get the thing, I'd be like, "Fuck, now I gotta work," and I yeah, <laughs> like, and, yeah. and it could just go like in the worst possible. Like, everything just skyrocketed after that. I'd be like, "Yeah, oh. no, I, I well, my I was called a loser my whole life, so I knew the second I got the job." I was going to fuck it up. Pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. I'm, I, this is going to go horrible. I'm going to be kicked off the set. I'm going to be drugged from the set by security. Uh, yeah. when I did, I, my first movie I did was killer clowns from outer space. I love, and, by the uh, way, I wanted to bring that up. I fucking love that movie. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a cult classic in my, my, my it weirdly friend. is. And the Kyoto brothers came to our, we have a Prince party we do every year here in the studio oh, and, and we, they came last year and it was really cool. Cause it was, it's so long since I saw those guys, but, uh, so I, my first scene, I've never acted before. I have to drive in this car. I got this uh, red-haired chick in the car. I have to pull up to this fence, on, and we're on a cliff in Santa Cruz. And right. I'm like, I'm there. Just give me look. This is my first thing I've ever done. You got me driving a car, and I got to jump on the jeep, and I got to throw beers to people. I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna knock people out. I'm gonna wreck the car. I'm gonna hurt the girl. I know something's gonna go wrong. Right. I pull up, and I'm nervous. I get out, and I get out of the car. I throw the beers, and I don't notice, but the car starts rolling to the fence. And it and 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 it's it's a fence on this cliff, but I didn't know it was a fence set up by it was a prop fence. It wasn't a real fence. Holy and shit! The, and the and this is a, a jeep. This they they lease for the movie, and the fence goes and it, and it just and the jeep is now hanging over this cliff. And I hear I hear the director do this. And I look up, and four guys are running to me, and they grab me, they throw me out, they rip open the door, they throw the girl out, they pull the emergency brake, and everyone just does this. And I see four guys, four grown ass men going, <laughs> and, and, and and then the director very calmly, all right, let's do it again. <laughs> I'm a, I was such a loser. That was my first experience in show business, and you know, I just I've done made bigger screw ups. Uh, oh since my then. god. Yeah. Yeah, you feel comfortable in it at a certain point where you're like, you know what? If I just get it out of the way now, guys, <laughs> smooth sailing. I just need one. Yeah. Give me well, one. now that now that I've shit the bed, let's get going on this. All right, we got this now. We got this. Yeah. I, yeah, I All right, you. everybody. <laughs> we could start. Yeah. Bring in yeah. the real actors. Titus <laughs> has failed spectacularly. Now we can actually move on. All right. And action. <laughs> That's how it works. Oh man, that's fucking great, dude. Um, well, listen, it's been. It's, I just want to thank you for coming on because it's been. Oh, an hour thanks, man, for having me on. It was fun, and and, uh, and I'm glad we got away from the COVID stuff. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be working some gigs coming up if you if I can horror them a little bit. If yes, you don't mind. please do. Uh, Absolutely. I'm doing uh, Richmond uh, this next week, and then I'm doing um, uh, Virginia Beach, uh, Funny Bone, and then I'm going to the Denver Comedy Works, which is go to the Denver Comedy Works. I yes. it's one of the it's my God, what a good club. Absolutely, and, uh, and so and the new shows that we're getting, I think we're gonna film Zero Side Effects in April, uh, and then uh, I'll be working on my next special. Yeah, Beautiful, this is man. my this is my tenth one, man. Awesome. I got, I got three more questions uh, left. Hold, that we ask hold you. on oh, one second before you sure. ask three questions. I just want to say we have a ton of your fans out there, so I know people have been commenting. Okay. I want to give them a chance too. So I'm gonna have you ask, ask the questions, but if you guys want to say something, let us know. I know Mike Rowe is out there from when you were in Kuwait. He was That's the head right. of the security detail. Yeah, for Mike the Rowe. USO wow. Tour. Yeah, 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 I meant to bring yeah. that up. Yeah, he, and he gave you a copy of a book. Um, he wanted me to mention to you too. He said, oh, yeah. uh, "Oh my goodness!" But he, I know he's good. very big. We actually did a. Uh, he does martial arts. He teaches children martial arts. Abkido book. That's what he said. He gave it back. Uh, back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand nine, two thousand ten. I gotta tell you, man. Those guys. When we went to. We went to. I went to Iraq. Uh, it was. It was intense, man. In a weird way, because one night we got. The, we did a show in Fallujah. Which is a weird show. We did a show in Fallujah, and in the middle of the show, they start sending off artillery, but they don't tell me they're going to do it. And I hear boom, and the whole fucking building goes. And and I'm and I, and no one moves. Like the audience just sits there, like. And, like, and so, so I'm like, well, no one else is running. So okay, I keep going. Boom, boom. And I finally just put my hand up. I'm on stage, and I go, uh, did anyone else hear that, or am I insane? And some guy. I, I did a bit about it in one of the bits. Some guy just goes, hey, that's outgoing. Don't worry about it. We'll tell you when you need to run. <laughs> <laughs> they were really cool. And then we, so that night we we had a killer show in Fallujah. And as a comic, you're like, ah, great show. 
and you forget you're in a war zone. And we got into mm. this, um, we got into this uh, uh, Osprey, the two two bladed uh, big chopper, and we sit right. on one side of the comics and the and the, the handlers. And all of a sudden, <laughs> it's about eleven thirty, and all, and we were like, "Yeah, man, great show. We killed it in Iraq, by the." And then seven guys get on in full like dark gear, like like a special ops guys. They all got night vision goggles, and they sit down and they just crack open their orders. And everything got really quiet really quick because it kind of put it in perspective. Oh, we just got done with our show on midnight. We're going to get a glass of wine. And you guys are going out to save America. Right. Got it. <laughs> so so uh, I, I, to respect to all those guys, man. And my cousin was yeah. EOD in Raqqa, uh, he, you know, explosive ordnance disposal. And so, and, you know, I know some stuff that those guys went through that is it's so funny, man. We all say support the troops. But when you hear what they actually have to do, Mm -hmm. man it's like and they come back and then i wish we would stop forgetting them we talk a lot we 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 hold them up to troops we love the troops and then they get back the war's over and they just fade we forget so don't forget people don't forget absolutely we appreciate everybody's service out there especially the ones that are watching and yeah all throughout for sure and then yeah somebody else just wrote uh one of our other followers he said Chris Titus, what was your favorite all-time moment on the Titus show? Huge fan. I was younger, and I have good memories from that time. Cheers. Oh, uh, Stacy Keach, man. Stacy Keach was was a mother. Just like literally, we called him the cutter because no matter what you gave him, you can give him a setup, he'd come in and cut a lap out of it. We were, like, we were crazy. So there's, there's a scene we did where I had painted his car. Uh, and a really great comic, Robert Hawkins, wrote, wrote this joke in the writer's room because I was bringing comics in. Like I, I get to be executive producer, so I'd go, well, hire this guy as a comic. They're like, he's not a writer. I go, oh, no, he has to write to feed himself trust me he's gonna be funny so that was my argument so uh stacy keach i painted his car and uh he got he got busted for drunk driving and he said and he goes uh he goes he goes uh he goes this car got me busted i go well maybe you got busted for drunk driving because you were out driving drunk and he goes (laughs) okay that's a little laugh stacy goes no driving this car i'm like a i'm like a Cops look at this car. I'm like a black guy driving a powdered donut, and and, the, and and like it was weird because because the audience it was like they laughed and then they thought, oh my god, it's racist, and they realized no, it's about cops hating black people, and then they laughed again, and then and they laughed again, and then and and, and at one point, if you we did an outtake of it because Stacy is just looking, stay he stayed pissed. No one let on that the joke had happened, mm-hmm. but the audience wouldn't stop laughing. So at one point, it just kept going on and going on, and I finally just looked at my watch and I walked off the set because <laughs> he would just drop bombs. By the way, during COVID, we did two more episodes of Titus. You did? Uh, yeah. In t- we, I, I, so uh, I, you know, we had my soundstage, and I wrote. I was like, "What the hell are we going to do? I can't work." Because mm-hmm. here's how comedy works in a pandemic: I spew virus <laughs> on the audience, and if I do my job well. And I do. They spew virus <laughs> back on me. So, it's just, it's just a happy petri dish with alcohol. So, uh, I, so I, I said, what if we did? And I called all the actors. I said, guys, if I wrote an episode, uh, if I wrote a final finale episode of Titus, would you guys do it? And I told them I'd pay them, and they said, hell yeah. So I got Stacy, and I got uh, Zach Ward, and I got Cynthia Watros, and I got David Shatra. And if you go to my website, ChristopherTitus.com, I had to pay the actors and stuff, but we did it as a live stream. Uh, and You're it came out awesome. great. There's two more episodes. It's, it was going to be one episode, but it ended up being 44 minutes long, which is two episodes. So there's two mm-hmm. episodes of finale where we wrap the episode up and there's some stuff that's surprising in it. And Stacy Keach, you're going to be stunned how we, cause he didn't want to go. He's, he's like 80 and he didn't want to get COVID. So right. the way we, the way we got him in the show, you're going to be blown away. Oh, I can't wait, man. I'm yeah, going to check yeah, that out. Absolutely. Thanks man. Yeah. Um, all right. So three questions. Are we do it. We want to do that now. Yeah, let's, yeah, do it. Sure. let's do it. Let's do it. Three questions. Rapid fire. Uh, not even. But uh, if you were younger, if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, what kind of advice would you give yourself that would help you today? Uh, when you There's going to be a meeting with a Fox executive sometime in the future. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's Beautiful. what I would say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the second question is, what had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today? Wow, what had to end in my life? Uh, you know, I, uh, I I I stopped drinking when I was seventeen. I fell into a bonfire. Uh, oh, I'm I'm fine. I'm, I'm sensing. I'm forty one. I got you know. I can I can hear red wine and stuff now. But for yeah. for from seventeen to forty one, I didn't drink alcohol because 
my fam, my mom was mentally alcoholic and my father was an abusive alcoholic. So man, do I have the gene. Oh yeah. <laughs> my, my liver is Teflon. Right. Uh, so I, I had to fall into bonfire. I had to quit. Uh, and that was a bad thing, but it changed everything. Cause I realized that was another moment where I had this moment where as a doctor was scrubbing my, the, cause I fell into a bonfire, burned up. Yeah. And he had to, he had to clean all the, clean my the slough as the skin sloughed off my hands. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, he goes, when you, he goes, what happened? I said, I fell on the fire and I screamed. He goes, when you screamed, did you breathe? Uh, did you breathe in? And I go, no, I screamed. And he goes, good. Cause if you'd have breathed in, you would have died. Your oh, lungs would have collapsed and you'd have died. Cause I was in the fire. And so yeah. he, uh, he, he changed my life in that one sentence and I started doing comedy the next year. I started, wow. I, I figured, I figured I almost died. What, what do I got to lose? Yeah, man. Wow. That's fucking awesome. Do um, these answers need to be this long? Do I need to actually? No, no, no. You're great. Like, oh, good. You're no, nailing it. Perfect. I perfect. feel like you, you asked me a question and then I do a Ted talk. It's not exactly <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> The lights dim, a screen comes up from behind him. <laughs> like, how the fuck did he know? Holy shit. This is great. <laughs> and he's got a PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> people applauding we're like well, yeah. um it's wild uh and the last question is my favorite question because it has to do theme of the show um if this was a genuine dystopia alien zombies meteor the whole thing everything on fire what would be your epic death how would you want to go out oh man uh i think my favorite uh, uh dystopian death uh is uh in fury road when the guy in the motorcycle he like does a jump and he's like 60 feet in the air and then he yeah. explodes. That's a great way. I'd say just a, <laughs> just like a grenaded bike at sixty feet in the air. Just boom. Just I'd like to die Beautiful. as a firework. Let's do it like that. <laughs> While Katy Perry That's plays great. in the background. <laughs> now, don't make it weird. Yeah, in a geisha outfit. So Twitter's still like everyone's dying, and they're like, "This is unbelievable." <laughs> uh, hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, man. It was a blast. Awesome, Good to see you again. And uh, a dystopian man. It's such a great name because between the aliens, we went to Costco. My wife and I said this. We we're in Costco, and there was a voice. We had to wait outside during the pandemic, and I was like, uh, "By the way, please get your." And it was that. It was the voice from every fucking movie that we've ever seen as children telling us yeah. to wait out. We will allow so many people in at a time. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Please so, get uh, your COVID nineteen, guys. Uh, some of these are hard to do, and they're not fun. Yours is really fun. I appreciate it. Peace. Thank you so Thank much, you, man. man. Such a yeah, pleasure. Have a great yeah. one, man. Utopia tonight.